Welcome everyone to another episode of the Lamb Scourge Show. Right now I want to read off something that will make you think and will make you wonder if this gay agenda is real. While I cannot prove the authenticity of this particular document, I will say it appears to be on some very reputable websites. Why is it not out there anymore? I don't know. But I'm going to read it off for you in its name, The Homosexual Manifesto. And whether you agree with it or not to be authentic, you have to say, if this was written in the past, it seems to be playing out right now in the present day. So keep your mind open and listen to the words, and I'll post a link below so you can read it yourself. And even on landscurve.com, on this particular video post, I'll copy and paste it so you can read it clearly and avoid the fine print. When I looked at this, I first thing I thought was Willie Lynch, how in the Willie Lynch letter, they broke down how they keep the black man and the black woman and the black family from advancing, the black race from coming together and unifying. And it's just the same way, but they're telling you what they are going to do against the heterosexual in society and how homosexual, especially homosexual men, will come together and rule the world and banish anything of a heterosexual nature. Now, there's a half a paragraph before this starts. You'll see everything. But I want to say that I'm going to start it right now and take your time. And absorb these words. We shall sodomize your sons, emblems of your feeble masculinity, of your shallow dreams and vulgar lies. We shall seduce them in your schools, in your dormitories, in your gymnasiums, in your locker rooms, in your sports arenas, in your seminaries, in your youth groups, in your movie theater bathrooms, in your army bunk houses, in your truck stops, in your all-male clubs, in your houses of Congress, wherever men are with men together. Your sons shall become our minions and do our bidding. They will be recast in our image. They will come to crave and adore us. Women, you cry for freedom. You say you are no longer satisfied with men. They make you unhappy. We, connoisseurs of the masculine face, the masculine physique, shall take your men from you. Then, we will amuse them. We will instruct them. We will embrace them when they weep. Women, you say you wish to live with each other instead of with men. Then go and be with each other. We shall give your men pleasures they have never known because we are foremost men too. And only one man knows how to truly please another man. Only one man can understand the depth and the feeling, the mind and body of another man. All laws banning homosexual activity will be revoked. Instead, legislation 
shall be passed, which engenders love between men. All homosexuals must stand together as brothers. We must be united artistically, philosophically, socially, politically, and financially. We will triumph only when we present a common face to the vicious heterosexual enemy. If you dare cry faggot, fairy, queer at us, we will stab you in your cowardly hearts and defile your dead puny bodies. We shall write poems of love between men. We shall stage plays in which man openly caresses man. We shall make films about the love between heroic men, which will replace the cheap, superficial, intimental, insipid, juvenile, heterosexual infatuations presently dominating your cinema screens. We shall sculpt statues of beautiful young men, of bold athletes, which will be placed in your parks, your squares, your plazas. The museums of the world will be filled only with paintings of graceful naked lads. Our writers and artists will make love between men fashionable and de rigueur, and we will succeed because we are adept at setting styles. We will eliminate heterosexual li liaisons through usage of the redeeming and the redeeming the rainbow 203 devices of wit and ridicule devices which are skilled in employing we will unmask the powerful homosexuals who masquerade as heterosexuals you will be shocked and frightened when you find that your presidents and their sons your industrialists your senators your mayors your generals your athletes, your film stars, your television personalities, your civic leaders, your priests are not the safe, familiar, bourgeois, heterosexual figures you assume them to be. We are everywhere. We have infiltrated your ranks. Be careful when you speak of homosexuals because we are always among you. We may be sitting across the desk from you. We may be sleeping in the same bed with you. There will be no promises. We are not middle-class weaklings, highly intelligent. We are the natural aristocrats of the human race. And steely-minded aristocrats never settle for less. Those who oppose us will be exiled. We shall raise vast private armies, as Mishima did, to defeat you. We shall conquer the world because warriors inspired by and banded together by homosexual love and honor are invincible as were the ancient Greek soldiers. The family unit spawning ground of lies, betrayals, mediocrity, hypocrisy, and violence will be abolished. The family unit, which only dampens imagination and curbs free will, must be eliminated. Perfect boys will be conceived and grown in the genetic laboratory. They will be bonded together in communal setting under the control and instruction of homosexual savants. All churches who condemn us will be closed. 
Only our only gods are handsome young men. We adhere to a cult of beauty, moral, and aesthetic. All that is ugly and vulgar and banal will be annihilated. Since we are alienated from middle-class heterosexual conventions, we are free to live our lives according to the dictates of the pure imagination. For us, too much is not enough. The exquisite society to emerge will be governed by an elite comprised of gay poets. One of the major requirements for a position of power in the new society of homoeroticism will be indulgence in the Greek passion. Any man contaminated with heterosexual lust will automatically barred from position of influence. All males who insist on remaining stupidly heterosexual will be tried in homosexual courts of justice and will become invisible men. We shall rewrite history, history filled and debased with your heterosexual lies and distortions. We shall portray the homosexual of the great leaders and thinkers who have shaped the world. We will demonstrate that homosexuality and intelligence and imagination are inextricably linked and that homosexuality is a requirement for true nobility, true beauty in a man. We shall be victorious because we are fueled with the ferocious bitterness of the oppressed who have been forced to play seemingly bit parts in your dumb heterosexual shows throughout the ages. We are too capable of firing guns and manning the barricades of the ultimate revolution. Tremble, heteroswine, when we appear before you without our masks. Wow. Wow. What do you think about that? I want to hear your feedback, everyone. Because if this had something to do with Congress in 1987 and something to do with the Supreme Court in 2015. I don't understand why they kind of put this in the words preceding all of this. I need your help legally. I need to see if this is truly authentic. Because when you really look at it, whether it's authentic or not, this is exactly what's going on in the world. I mean, you can't watch TV without this pushed in your face. You can't go to a shop. You can't make money unless you have the rainbow flag posted at your door. You have to accommodate homosexuality in the gay male. It seems as though it's more the push for the homosexual man. And this type of mentality is not anything of anyone black. We have gay black men, but in these manipulated gay cults, in secret societies, the black man is still not in charge of that. And I know many gay black men, and they don't have the wicked heart to say what has been said in this letter. As a matter of fact, as a gay black man, you would think, I'm not saying me as a gay black man, but as a gay black man, most will admit they don't even have power in these societies. They are used as pawns and they are used to, to, to 
go against the true power of the black man by manipulating them and putting them as the face of homosexuality. But those who have the power to manipulate, fire people from high places who are not with the program, these gay black men are not that. And so you'll see them as the faces of those who are creating in Hollywood, but those are not the ones who have the true power. These are my feelings on that. And I've been saying this for the longest time. How can so much change so fast? And then they paint it as the world is changing. We are progressing. But there always has to be that in there. Whether it's athletics, whether it's religious, whether it's in the finance world, and of course the entertainment world. That is pushed because they have great power to mold the minds of the masses, and they're not going to slam it on you all at one time. They're going to take their time and make it appear to be normalcy, that this is all over the place. They use that as leverage to brainwash us into being passive, not to go against anybody, but to be strong in who we are. I hear a lot of people speaking in public, people who have positions, and people who don't. And they preface their words with, I don't want to be coming off as though I'm gay bashing. I don't hate homosexuals. And I am in no way against a homosexual lifestyle. They have to say these things so that these people who are hidden behind the curtains and pulling powerful strings don't go after them. When you say something in public, as one who has been granted a bit of popularity and great visibility in their system. And it may be a mic that was open when you thought it was locked off and you say something against them. You have to come back with such a public apology that you know is not authentic, but this is something that they have to do to not offend those. And so they can maintain their visibility and their system. There are rules to this thing. And a lot of our stars that are not really our stars, but they've been allowed to be put in a position of being promoted so much that we take them as stars. You can take anybody and put their face on a billboard, put them on a late night TV shows. Put them in a sitcom or a movie and over and over and over and after a while you begin to see them as being very special. But that's not always the case. And when they are in that position, they cannot say anything against. Not even just against. Even if you insinuate something mildly detected by the masses as being against them. They will shoot you down and you won't see them anymore. Well, if they were so talented and in demand, it would be hard to take them off their high horse. But they're not there because of talent. They're there because they're used. And usually from what I'm hearing and what many people have heard, they have to do things to prove that they want this fame deep enough. Because not one of them will ever be strong enough to stand on their own feet and say, I don't give a damn whether you have me in your platforms or in your system to keep me famous. 
I can settle for less, but I'm going to speak the truth. And they're right. If this letter is true, which I feel basically it's 100% true, whether it is authentic or not. This is what is happening in the world, and many people refuse to see it, or they're just too young to understand the rhythm from way back and see how things have changed, or they just really want to stick their heads in the sand because they have their own things that they're indulging in. Many of us are not connected spiritually, and we just don't see the wickedness that is in the world. Because if you look at the undertones and even the obvious words of this letter, they have a hate against anything heterosexual. They have a hate against anything concerning the family. And I believe they have a hate toward anything of true womanhood because of the way they spoke about women. Go on and be with yourselves. So where is this coming from? Is this something wholesome? They, they've, they've connected themselves to our struggle. And so many of us have foolishly embraced them. Helped them. But they don't turn around and help us again to black homosexual males. I'm really not talking to you about this because you don't have the power in their system. They will use you as tools and make you think that you have some power because of the visibility afforded to you that makes you the face of that one who is coming out. President Barack Obama made a phone call to a basketball player many years ago and I forgot what his name was and he applauded him for his courage to come out and state that he was a homosexual male. Bill Clinton, I believe, long after his presidency and long after Barack Obama made that call, called someone, I forgot who it was, but it was the same situation. You see, if you want to get to the president, just come out and say you're gay. But if somebody gets shot, somebody gets killed, Thousands upon thousands of young black girls disappearing. They don't want to hear it. They don't care about us. And for you gay black men, understand again, while a few of you may be elevated to some type of pseudo prestigious position in their world, you have to look at the masses of you. That after they get from you what they want as far as supporting their movement, because this is a white homosexual thing. And the racism in that world, in the gay world, from white to black, is maybe even more vicious. The condescending way that they feel that they are over you. And we have many gay black men who are killing themselves, suicide, slow death, drugs, loneliness, broken hearts, not accepted. So that's what I'm saying about that. Anyway, I have a call that I have to answer. I want to hear your comments, and I really want us to talk about this in a live show. Lance Curve out. Much love to you. I hope you gain something from this. Peace. Make sure to check out the boldest blog at lancecurve.com and follow Scurve on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube under Lance Curve.